Aerie, thank you for coming to the Overcomers Approach today, where we have authentic conversation. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And Aerie is my daughter in love, stepdaughter. I'm so happy to have you. Have been here for the holidays. Yes. And Good we've time. had a great time. And so I'm just so happy to have you here. And the theme for today's episode is New Year's. And um, I'll give you four or five questions regarding the new year. Okay. And you just authentically tell me what's really on your heart or whatever you're comfortable with telling me. Let's do it. Okay. And I know a lot of people can identify with New Year's. You know how mm -hmm. we have New Year's resolutions. Some people don't like to say resolutions because, right. you know, we don't, sometimes we don't keep them. Yes. So it's really like a way of evolving and growing. What are one of the things that you are looking forward to and excited about for 2024? So last year, I just want to say last year, I did not make any resolution okay. at all. And I feel like my year was a little bit chaotic okay. as a result of that. Yeah. So what I like to do before the year starts or when the year is getting ready to end, I really kind of go deep into prayer and I ask God to reveal a word to me. Mm. And that word anchors and carries me throughout the new year. And oh, so wow. my word for 2024 okay. is commit. Oh. I'm really, really excited about that. I added my own razzle-dazzle on it. It's selfishly. Okay. Okay. Because I think that um, this past year and years prior, I, I've given so much of myself in other mm. areas and have neglected mm -hmm. my own personal projects. Like even what you're doing, yeah. which I'm so proud of. Thank I've you. neglected so many things because I was trying to help others last minute. And so I'm going to selfishly commit in 2024. So I'm really looking forward to that. Oh, I love it. I love it. You talked about prayer, mm -hmm. you know, and spending that intimate time with God for him to reveal a word to you. Yes. And it sounds like you're going to selfishly commit to what he has focused on you. And kind of when we give ourselves to other things and other places and spaces, Sometimes we go, we we make ourselves not the priority. Absolutely. So I love to hear that you are selfishly committing to what God has for you and for your fullest purpose for 2024. Thank you. And uh, less chaotic, less confusion. Right. We all experience chaos. It's just a part of life. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, but just evolving and growing and focused. And so I'm excited about what God has for you. I am too. Yeah. I'm really excited. When I thought about the word, when uh -huh. I first heard it, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, there's so many loose ends that I needed to tie up. So I was excited about that. But I went back and I Research the word commit and okay. the spiritual definition is to entrust and oh. trust God with. And so it's not even so where I was thinking, OK, I, I got all this work to do. I'm yes. going to finish this and do this and make these lists, which I enjoy doing. But it yes. actually is less of that and okay. less. It's more trusting God. It's turning it over to him. Still absolutely doing my part. But yes. I love that the the spiritual definition is entrusting okay. the work that I'm doing um, and putting it in God's hands. So uh -huh. I was I was surprised to see that definition in there to commit my plans to the Lord. So oh. I'm excited to mm. to settle into that. Oh, I love it. And he will order your steps. Yes. 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 And like you said, it commit to entrust, to fully mm -hmm. trust God. And what he has for you. I love it, Aerie. Thank you for that answer. I know a lot of people can identify with this. So two, what in terms of like uh, 2024, we have some things on the horizon regarding like the economy is unknown. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's rumors yeah. of like we could possibly experience, you know, some shifts in 2024. Yeah. Um, and there could be challenges for just everybody. What helps you navigate that or what what helps you kind of stay focused when we hear those things, you know? Yeah, yes. I think a good balance. I'm I'm definitely a little bit of a 
how do they say this? Like maybe a doomsday prayer. Okay. <laughs> if I'm being quite honest. So I'm the 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 one part of me is definitely um guarding myself up spiritually, okay. preparing in that way, mm-hmm. making sure that I am able to lean into my faith and just ground myself. We talked about that earlier, yep. like yep. these different practices for yes. managing stress and anxiety and just yes. overall wellness. So definitely tapping into those practices. Yes. But it's also having conversations with my family and my friends about mm. what would we do as yes. the power grid goes out, having yep. cash on hand. Um, mm-hmm. Every time I go to the grocery store, I'm getting a little bit more food, more perishable yes. or non-perishable items, getting extra things of water, just like that. You just can't ever be too prepared and too safe um, for things to happen. And so also one of the things we talked about, learning a new trade, you know, figuring out additional streams of income, stepping outside of my comfort zone to learn a new skill so Mm -hmm. that I can make sure that I'm having these multiple streams coming in so that I can adequately provide for my family. So doing all of those things, everything within my power and then trusting God to fill in the gaps when necessary. But trying to do so from a place of wisdom and empoweredness mm-hmm. versus fear. Oh, I don't yes. want to be fearful about what's to come. I want to be ready. I love for it. Whatever, whatever happens. I love it. And I think, like you said, you know, like having that little doomsday aspect to it. Uh, I know your dad kind of has that too. He likes to be prepared. Yes. So he, <laughs> he's preparing too, in a way. Yes. And then have those conversations with family, you know, and not having, not being led with fear because fear yes. is not of God. You know, and moving, being empowered, like you said, researching trades, having several streams of income, you know, tapping into that and just having wisdom and, yes. and guidance to so that your steps are ordered. If the power grid goes out, if mm-hmm. we experience another shutdown, you know, how can yeah. we be empowered and not and not dealing in lack or fear? Yeah. And so I love it. Thank you. Thank you. And I know a lot of people can identify with that and, you know, yeah. to prepare. Um, and even if nothing does happen. That still prepares us, Absolutely. you know, and it lays a great foundation. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Ari. Another question that I have is what would you tell your five-year-old self? Oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> so the other day, okay. we, we went to, um, yesterday we went to Sedona. It was okay. a full moon. So yes. One of the things that I did before we went was mm-hmm. I felt called to write a letter to my younger self. And oh, wow. I didn't even think that it would make me as emotional as, as it as it did. Yes. But um one of the things that I love being uh, being about being a parent is whenever I'm t- dealing with and talking to my child, yes. I speak to her and handle her as if I'm handling my younger self. Oh, so wow. making sure I'm doing so from a place of love and mm-hmm. patience and with compassion. Right. And so if I was to say anything to my younger self, I think it would just be to use your voice, yes. to speak confidently, to um, slow down and yes. to take up space. Yes. I think that there were a lot of situations when I grew up, I was the, the oldest cousin yes. and the oldest sibling and there wasn't anybody else for a long time. So it was just me and other adults. And, um, you know, there was this, this stigma or this thing yeah. where kids were to be seen and not heard. Yes. And I definitely felt, you know, like I grew up in a loving environment yeah. where my voice was valued. But there were definitely mm-hmm. times where I felt isolated and alone yeah. and I didn't know how to exercise and use my voice. And I think I carried that even into my career when I was working in film and television yeah. as a makeup artist. It was like, we're all black. You're always in the background. Yes. You're, the service. You're there for the service. And mm-hmm. then you step out and you let the artist shine. And right. so. 
and really has taken a lot to kind of come into my own and, yes. and exercise my voice. And so if I could do anything, say, do anything for that younger version of me, it would mm -hmm. be to just continue to take up space yes. and to practice using your voice because yes. it will echo and reverberate and potentially touch others in an impactful way. Oh, that is so impactful. I think, you know, um, like you said, being the oldest, like I can identify as oldest sibling, first grandchild myself. Yes. And then falling in that line of being around older family members. And then you're kind of like just there, but still, <laughs> yes. you know, you are just there. Yeah, you, you feel the love, you know, you feel, you know, and people are catered to you. And, you know, when you're the first, you're kind of spoiled a little because yes, I knew I was. For sure. Um, and that's a good thing, you know. Um, and but at the same time, you're going to school, you're in yeah. other spaces and places where you may not feel as confident, you know, to show up uh, and, and, and take up space. Um, and, and, and what I love that you said is like, take up space. Cause we, we are allowed to take up space yes, we are. and walk boldly in that space. Yes. And I think spe specifically as black women, you Absolutely. know, in spaces, you know, and that we are, we are, are here and we're, there's a lot of trailblazers blazing the way for us. Absolutely. Uh, and we have Ivy McGregor, who's a wonderful person who's blazing it for us as well. And just taking up that space giving voice to what we are. And I know when you spoke about your daughter, like, you know, remembering, like you're speaking to her, like you are speaking to yourself, because it's really impacting legacy, it sure you is. know, and, and how she will carry that voice on and how you're handing that baton to her yes. and how you're honoring that and maybe doing some things new and different um, yes. as we evolve as parents, you know, mm -hmm. and as we impact the next generation, because it's going to impact the, the spaces she shows up in. Yeah. It's going to impact little girls who are looking up to her it's going to impact other people in general. And yes. so that she's getting empowered. And I know as a first year college student, I'm sure she's already doing it right now. I'm so proud of her. Yes. Yeah. And I'm proud of her too. <laughs> Amazing. And um, so I love that. You know, I love that. And my last question is, what gives you hope? Um, yeah. What gives you hope? What gives me hope? Mm -hmm. Um the just the possibility of tomorrow. Yes. Just the possibility of tomorrow. Just knowing that I've not seen my greatest days. Yeah. Knowing that like today, I, I end each day grateful, of course, like expressing gratitude for all the good that happened, but just with so much excitement and expectation for the day that is to come. And yes. then when you wake up, it's like, God, I'm still here. I'm still breathing. Yes. I still have breath in my body. I can still move. Yes. My brain still works. I'm yes. still in my, my, my right mind. Yes. And I think as we get older, we for sure. begin to view mortality in a different way. And for you know, sure. just the, the functionality of your body, being yes. able to move around without aches and pains. Yeah. It just that that gives me hope and it reminds me that I'm created for a purpose. I'm here for a purpose yes. and there's work for me to do. Yes. Um, there's an opportunity for me to give and to be a blessing yes. um, as well as to receive a blessing. And so just every day that I open up my eyes and have the opportunity to just embark on another day, mm -hmm. that, that gives me great hope. Yes. Uh, and I love what you said, like just tomorrow gives us hope to be able to wake up in our right minds, to have the full activity mm -hmm. of our limbs. And uh, not everybody has that honor to do that. No. And, and just to be still be here, still existing and God's the work is not done yet. Nope. The best is truly yet to come. Absolutely. And so with that, 2024, we're excited about so excited. prayer, <laughs> legacy. I heard some things. 
um, you know, taking up space. Yes. We all have a voice that God has created within us, our own unique voice. Yeah. That is like a fingerprint that only you can give and that people are waiting for. You, you, I, I know that you've impacted so many already, but there's still so many more. Yeah. And so I'm excited for what's to come for you, Ari. I'm excited for what's to come thank for you, you as well. Thank you. And um, with that, Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Whether you do resolutions or you know commitments, whatever works for you, mm-hmm. we support you and uh, be authentic and, and and just move forward with whatever what with that's prayer, whatever you find, what keeps you centered, keep going for it because we all have full purpose and use your voice. Take up space in 2024. Yes. Yes. Blessings. Thank you, Ari. I love you. Love you too. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Thank you. And then we're going to end that right there. You're good at this. Boom. I'm going to have your dad 